Some of you, you think you're fighting your battle? You fighting your ancestors battle. You fighting your mama battle. You think you fighting your battle with you, but your mama showing up in your battle, right? And, and you like, yo, I'm just like my mama. You, you absolutely, you absolutely right in a sense, but you're not just like your mama. This is just something you've adopted in your DNA. But guess what? What epigenetics says, you're not slave to your DNA. You're not slave to a passed down trauma. You're not slave to a certain gene. Somebody says, I'm just big bone. All, the fa all my people in my family ate this sort of way. Look, you're going to be the generational curse breaker because you're going to be so intentional about how you eat. You're to do that, you have to understand that there's more possibility than what you've been enduring, what you've been struggling, what you've been suffering, how you've been coping. So this is how we make the shift from coping to healing. It's understanding that what's happening right now, this is not it for your life. The test is a refinement process, right? And that refinement process is, is, a, is a construction process of strength to build, to break down strongholds. The test is a refinement and construction process to make you so strong to break down not only the strongholds of the past lineage, I'm talking about family, stuff that's in your family. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard G, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Making a decision that we're not just going to do things to escape pain, you're going to do things to not be in the midst of it. So a lot of times in certain relationships, um, what we do is we bear the relationship and we do certain things just to cope. And, and it's not that we want to be in the relationship, but it's that we're afraid that there's no other love anyplace else. So this, likewise, our pain, we have a similar relationship with pain. And that relationship with pain is pain can be defined as something that cre creates havoc and imbalance in your life. But at the same time, it fulfills a desire. It fulfills a want or a need. Something that fulfills a carnal, a carnal need, a carnal desire, but it still creates havoc. So the ramifications of the very thing that you're doing um, is, both, is, is, is both good and bad. And that's just to use these blatant words. But by that I mean it, it both satisfies you and it's very unsatisfying at the same time. That's, that's the definition of pain in this circumstance. And divorcing the pain is understanding that to some extent you are playing a major role in your own suffering. right? Because there's been a call for evolution and you've not taken the call. You haven't been obedient to the evolution that's actually available for you. So what, ha what has happened in the process of it is you keep ignoring what you know you need to do. It is as if you were in a relationship and every family member is kind of like warning you about it. But for some reason, you don't really see it. Have you ever known these people? And maybe and this might be literal for you, right? And I'm not speaking literal, but it might be literal. There are some people who are in a relationship with a certain person and they, they know it's toxic for them, but they just they don't want to leave. And their family members are telling them, their friends are telling them, every, every sign possibly is telling them that this is not the right situation for them, right? So they know it's not the right situation, but they still don't want to leave. Why? Because they don't know better. Why? Because they, they really don't love themselves enough to take a leap on them, right? So what they do is they suffer the consequence of being with someone that, that is not beneficial to their growth, right? 
So likewise, we, we sleep in the bed with certain habits and vices that's no longer beneficial to us because we don't feel like there's nothing else better for us, right? So what do I mean by that? This is a sign of like, I've kind of given up on myself. This is a sign of I kind of given up on the possibilities. This is just you look at what's in front of you and you say, if this thing is no longer in front of me, I have nothing. And this is an issue. I want to dismantle this belief to say that what's in front of you now is not the only thing that's possible for you. The way that you get love now is not the only way that love can, can be created because love can never, can never be created nor destroyed. It's only sought for. It's only released. It's only, it's only tapped into. Therefore, nobody's going to leave with the love. Therefore, the food is not going to, it's not the source of love. Right? That means that vice is not the source of love. Which means you are the source of love. Which means at any point in your life, you can always say, hey, I'm going to come back home and my home is enough. I'm choosing to divorce the pain. Now, divorcing the pain is also about this. We have stories we tell ourselves and our identities are stuck in our stories. And we identify ourselves based on the story. So we don't tell people about who we are as a spirit. We tell people who we are on the basis of what we, go, what we went through, what we're going through, what's happening. And it's not bad to, to express yourself. <laughs> it's not bad to express yourself. But you got to express your true self. You don't always express what happened to me because then now you're becoming a victim. And divorcing your pain is making a decision that I'm no longer going to be a victim. It's being a victor. It's speaking power into your life. Is after every explanation of your pain, is you saying how I'm triumphing over this pain. It's a different mindset, a different mentality. Yes, I went through this but, but this is not the end for my life. Right? This is a different mindset. Yes, this was what I accepted then, but now I'm choosing to. These are words of shift, right? In order for you to get out the sh, you have to shift. Shift out of the, in order for you to do that, you have to understand that there is more possibility than what you've been enduring, what you've been struggling, what you've been suffering, how you've been coping. So this is how we make the shift from coping to healing. It's understanding that what's happening right now, this is not it for your life, right? This is not where, it, where it's at for your life. Look, the test, is a refinement process, right? And that refinement process is, is, a, is a construction process of strength to build, to break down strongholds. Mm. The test is a refinement and construction process to make you so strong to break down not only the strongholds of the past lineage, I'm talking about family, stuff that's in your family. Some of you, some of you, you think you're fighting your battle? You fighting your ancestors battle. You fighting your mama battle. You think you fighting your battle with you, but your mama showing up in your battle. Right? And, and you like, yo, I'm just like my mama. You you absolute you absolutely right. In a sense, but you're not just like your mama. This is just something you've adopted in your DNA. But guess what? What epigenetics says, you're not slave to your DNA. You're not slave to a passed down trauma. You're not slave to a certain gene. Somebody says, I'm just big bone. All, the fa all my people in my family ate this sort of way. Look, you're going to be the generational curse breaker because you're going to be so intentional about how you eat. You're going to transform every single thing in your life. Right? The, the power that lies within you is much more powerful than any challenges that's in front of you. The power that lies within you is much more powerful than any stronghold that's been behind you, right? Your latter shall be greater than your former. What has happened then is not as great as what will happen in the future. Only if you decide that you're not going to keep letting it happen again. Now, there is a process to this. There, there's a pathway to this. There's an evolution to this. It does not happen like you just step out and strongholds be gone. But every single day, you, you, got, you, you, you got to speak demons into the ground, right? This is what I do every single day. I speak deep. Look, look they, they can't stand around me. They, they, they can't. Look, the demons who come, the strongholds, they, they, they can't stand this energy. But you know what energy they, they, they dwell in? 
Woe to me, look, I, man, I suck, man, look at me, I always do this shame, blame, guilt, the devil knows how to keep you down. Somebody says, yo, the devil? Look, I'm talking about darkness. There's a dark energy knows how to keep you down. It's, it's like your mind has this little thing in it that, that, that every time you try to do something to better your life, somehow there's negativity coming. So you got to learn how to cultivate positivity. You got to learn how to speak life into yourself. One, you got to learn how to get words into your spirit. Here's the thing. So many people don't put words in their spirit because they're really, they're, they're not only reliving the pain, the stronghold that's passed down generation to generation. They're actually replaying the tape of the words that they've heard. And then they keep, they have convinced themselves that what they said was the truth. Look. I don't care what they said. What did God say? What is God telling you? And you're like, God don't tell me nothing. Look, I don't know. It does not matter what your belief is. God put something in you and he put that thing in you and he called it intuition. And your intuition been telling you something. You might not believe in God. Some people don't give homage to the creator, but the creator still directing you. Look, if you say in your heart right now, Lord, show me a way, you're going to find a way. If you, if you say intuition, show me a way, you're going to find a way. Whatever label you put on it, what I'm telling you today is there's some there's a force to be reckoned with. And this is the bravery that you, you can't in these times you can't walk around weakly. You can walk around meekly, but powerfully. If you walk around weakly, you're gonna fall in a ditch. You you gotta make sure you watch every step that you take. This is what conscious living is all about. I'd be hoping that people would surround themselves with certain energy because that's how you, 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 you raise up your consciousness, right? By investing in yourself, by taking a leap of faith, by associating yourself with, 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 with certain energies. Now, I want, let's go back. Strongholds. Strongholds. I was talking to my mom and he was like, yeah, your uncle's this, your uncle's that. Like this part of your family has this part of like addiction to this thing, right? They have they they, they tend to get this thing. They they tend someone tend to get angry in this way, right? They tend to have that sort of temperament, right? Some of the same things that you may look at as a vice is part of your power, right? So then I found out I discovered that I was an obsessive type of person, but that is a strength. It's, it depends on where I put my strength. Where I put my obsession in my vices or I put my obsession in my gift? Mm. I'm obsessive, but that means I, I'm dedicated. That means I show up w when things don't look like it. That means it does not matter how I, I'm going to keep doing that thing. That means I am consistent. So somebody says, I'm compulsive, so I'm going to use my compulsion for addiction. I, I've done that, done that, did that. Recently, I, I've gotten so much stronghold let go of my... Look, the stronghold fell by the wayside. Not because I tried to break them, but because I surrendered. I humbled myself. I said, God, let these chains go. And then somehow they just felt, I was like, oh, snap, I've been trying to get rid of the chains. All I had to do is surrender. <laughs> I surrender. Look, the same vice, the same qualities that you hate, there's a power in it. I realized that I have a passion and sometimes I can get mad. But when I get mad, that means I speak with power. That means I can stand in a certain way. That means I get mad at the system sometimes, right? So I'm like, this is a power. But with great power comes great responsibility. Your ancestors is in you, but how you're going to use what your ancestors left in you is up to you. Whether you're going to use it to break curses or to hold the chains. So some of the very things that you think is your demise is actually your opportunity, but you're not using it wisely, right? And how do you use these things wisely? When you, when you fulfill the needs of your spirit with what was put in your DNA, you use it wisely. This is what wisdom does, fulfilling the needs of the spirit. When you fulfill the needs of the flesh, this is when you use them unwisely. And the world knows how to keep you in materialistic, fleshly things. Most people don't operate on the basis of their spirit. Their spirit don't lead them. Their flesh leads them. Once your spirit leads you, you, you are led correctly. But most people are not in the right spirit. They're not inspired. They're not in spirit. Mm. They're in their carnal selves. Now, 
Let me switch from they to I. Because you might think, I think I'm holier than thou. I am not. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. And it is my test that has become my testimony. And every single day I have to fight to, be, to keep that testimony growing. The other day I did a prayer. I said, God, the last two weeks have been so amazing. Please give me the strength and fortitude to keep this going because I know how weak I am. I know how many strongholds I'm, I'm battling. I, I know how many things that I'm trying to get better at. God, please help me be stronger. So you don't just think that I'm about I'm here I'm here talking to you like this don't apply to me. This absolutely does. But what I understand, being led by the Spirit says, it does not matter. How, I am not ashamed of what happened. I'm empowered by it. And because of what happened, I, I take my pain. I transcend it. I invest it into my gift. This is what I do every day. I'm not perfect, but I'm a guy who looks at his imperfections and say, I'm still, I am powerful with that imperfection. I take it, I put it in my gift, I deliver it, and I empower millions of lives. Somebody says, you empower millions? Not now. But this is an investment. In the midst of your pain is your creation. Invest that pain in your creation. Let that thing roam long enough, it'll reach its right people. Some of you think, if you never had to grow through nothing, what would you share? What would you be able to teach? You have to grow through something to have something to give. This is what the growth is all about. You went through it, so now you got more to give. Now that you got more to give, you are able to give more. So let's go back to it. I was saying this. You have to divorce your pain. Because the moment you divorce your pain, the separation, this is when you get the alimony from the separation uh, when you divorce your pain. And the alimony is wisdom. The alimony is a more appreciation for life. The alimony, the alimony is a different way of looking at things. It's you deciding that this is how I'm going to be from now on. Look, sometimes your growth through made you grow through, grow to become who you are destined to be. And it made you appreciate everything that you have. Right? So sometimes that challenge is exactly what's going to make you appreciate. Sometimes you, knowing you've been dealing with overeating or emotional eating or just like have made you so dedicated to eating healthily that you not, that, that your, your family member says, how did you do that? Now your kids are now empowered by what you're doing. Not, not only your kids are empowered by what you're doing, your, aunt, your aunties, your cousins, they're all like, yo, how did you, can you teach me how you, now you breaking strongholds, and you was like, we all big boned. Guess what, no longer, no longer is that the case. Because you literally transformed something, you're like, yo, you like diabetes ran in my family, you're like high blood pressure ran in my family, or like cancer runs in my family. Now, you're like vitality and health runs in my family. Our family creates healers. Before, your family needed healers. Now, you became a healer. Now, your family creates healers. It's a different mindset. It's a different mentality. But it, it's going to start with you, but it does not end with you. Your family can create healers the moment you say, I'm going to be one of those healers. When you take responsibility... You don't just take responsibility for you. You take responsibility for future generations' epigenetics. You change your very genes. And you pass down something greater than knowledge. Something that lies in their very DNA. Listen to me, y'all. It's deeper than you breaking a stronghold. It's deeper than you stopping a habit. It's, deeper than, it's way deeper than that. You literally trans. You literally change the generation by your by your. You literally change the generation based on your obedience. And in that gener, you can create wealth for yourself. You can create health for yourself. You can create so many things. Now let's talk about the strongholds, as it relates to relationships, single parent houses, as it relates to how how. How you've seen your mama do, how you've seen your daddy do, whether you had your father in your life and you didn't have your father in your life. Let's talk about these things, right? Let's say you made a determined and deliberate effort to say, you know what? I'm going to value myself enough that I'm not going to sleep around with just anybody. 
I'm going to value myself. I'm going to learn to love myself enough that I'm going to cultivate my energy in my singleness period that I attract a mate who's who's whole and single and we could bring the wholeness together and we could build a whole family, a whole family, not a half family, a whole family, not not a step family, a whole family. You say, you know what, this you, you know, what? this culture of stepbrothers and stepsisters not saying anything wrong with that ends with me. Mm. Look, I have a stepmother. I wasn't raised with my mother, and I love my stepmother very much. In fact, I love my stepmother so much, I call her mother, mom. In fact, now I consider having two moms, right? The mom who birthed me and partially raised me till I was younger and still is in my life till today, and the, month who, and the mom who raised me secondly when she didn't have to. So as a man, I can't hold no resentment or anger or hostility towards my stepmother. I love her. She's a she's a wonderful she's a beautiful being. In fact, I I appreciate her so much. I mean, I don't know any person like she's a great woman. You know what I'm saying? We've had our we gonna butt heads, of course. We've had our butting heads, but as I mature, I realize how amazing she is. Taking care of kids that's not hers. I mean, that's a beautiful thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. And sometimes there are situations where you can live with your mom. Now, my mom just was sending me to get a better life for myself. She didn't do anything wrong. She wanted me to, if she didn't send me to the U.S., I probably wouldn't be the holistic motivator here doing this. I would have been in Haiti. In fact, when I was in Haiti, the devil didn't want to see me succeed. The devil didn't want to see me leave. Live, y'all. When I was like one, there was like witchcraft trying to take me out before I was even, look, look, the devil knew what I was here to do. They wouldn't want to see me succeed. Like, I woke, like, my mom woke up, there was just like a puddle of blood, I was like half dead. You know, in Haiti they call that Lugau, it's just witchcraft. Right? They were trying to get kill me, this, this lady was trying to, like, mess many different things, but like, I survived. I survived illnesses, I, and I came to the U.S., and I, and, I made a, and I made a life for myself. So, my mom, she did what she can to give me, to give me a better life. And then my dad did what she can, he can to give me a better life, and I live with my stepmother. And I miss my mother very much, but that separation caused the trauma, right? That trauma um, then perpetuated in how I reacted with my mom. And then the last few years has been me healing from that. And being mature, I've learned how to love way more, right? So that's so powerful because now I, like, I'm like, oh, wow, this is so great. Now I have both moms in my life. Both is in the U.S. First, my, my birth mom couldn't come here because she, she didn't have the papers to be here. But she came a few years ago. But then when she was here, it was like she wasn't because I went to college and I was still doing my thing. And that separation early on affected our relationship. And I was in a cycle of blame and shame and guilt. And I just didn't know how to, how to, how to like fix our relationship. And my relationship with my stepmom before, and not now it's great, but before it was like, you're not my mom. <laughs> so it wasn't like, it wasn't like in one accord. So I was, I was a broken little boy until I started to heal as a man. You get what I'm saying? So the devil, and I, I'm using that word, knows how the strongholds of shame to keep you down, forgetting the fact that you got a future. The devil is going to convince you that your past is all you got. Your for, he's going to say, great, your former is greater than your latter. And look at you. Look what you did in your former. And, and every single day you stay in shame, blame, and guilt, you are foregoing the latter. And then there's these cycles that keep perpetuating unless you change, unless you shift. And you can't operate in your gift speaking a certain power and you you at home a certain way. So I made a dedication. And then when God made me go through this whole thing, I had my apartment and I was going up. But then it all started to go down and I lost everything, lost my apartment, lost my car. I had to move back home. This was the I didn't know that God was bringing me back home to heal because God is like, bro, you got to heal because what I'm about to do through you is going to be. <laughs> but you got to go home. You got the son got to come home, not just back to God, the prodigal son, but to the actual home. You got to regress to progress. You got to go back and heal, and then you're going to be able to be a healer, right? So this is a process. This is my story, y'all, right? So now going back home, there were challenges where I had to, like, overcome. 
there were there were this thing, there were so many things, and there are seasons of affection, seasons of separation, and I and I've noticed how this has been an ongoing thing. And I was like, bro, are you gonna keep remaining in shame, blaming, guilt? Is this really the life you're gonna live? You know how much power you got. You know who you are. I had to remind myself of this. But then I I got to a point where all that I've acquired from a knowledge standpoint. I'm like, bro, you know too much to be in this situation. I thought that knowing, <laughs> y'all so educated, because nobody listens to stuff like this if you're not a seeker. That means you know so much stuff already. I just know it. Because, look, the people who need to know, who need to watch this have not been watching it. That's why they don't even want to watch it. So I know you know you know a whole lot. Knowing is not your issue. I, I already know that. You know. You are a seeker. A hundred percent. And now I'm becoming a preacher. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am becoming one, though. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of funny. Uh, so what I'm saying is you already know what to do. But what's happening is you're depending solely on you. There are some strongholds that only God going to be able to do. But what you need to do, you need to get out of your way. So you need to get out of the way of God to do what he need to do. you like, you need to get out of the way from, for God to do what he needs to do. And how do you get out of the way? Get out of your body, get into your spirit. I fasted for seven days, changed my life recently. Like literally, this happened like three weeks ago. Now, does that mean I have not improved before? Absolutely. I'm just saying that some of the strongholds that were let go, it was different this time. It wasn't like me taming myself. It was like they just fell and I just feel light. I'm like, what's, what, what went on? I've stopped doing many stuff. Everything I stopped doing now, I've stopped doing before. But like I said, I stopped doing them. This time, God stopped them from doing me. So now, I'm in a place of fortification, not fornication, fortification, fortification, fortifying myself. And I'm like, God, keep doing what you're doing. I'm, I'm going to get out of the way now. So now, I give homage more to the Creator, and I'm letting God direct my steps in my life so lately I've been so unapologetic about my faith because I realized that I've kind of been doing it half wrong I've been telling people the knowledge and that they got power but I haven't been telling them about the message of Christ I haven't been telling them about that there, there is actually if you really look deep within and if, if you say in your heart and you have faith and you, and you say a prayer and you, and you ask the Holy Spirit to come in and wash that something powerful can happen and the reason why I was hindering from that was, I was like, I don't want to offend people. Look, you can't be afraid to offend people with truth. If it's truth, you share it. The right people will resonate with them. If, if somebody don't, if somebody got this much power from me, and I told you where I get my power from, and all of a sudden you want to run away, then goodbye. I'll see you next time. <laughs> it's not fair to you. For me to try to give you strategies when I have a spirit that I can share about. It's not fair to you. That's actually manipulation. If I came here and said, oh, well, this is step one, step two, step three. You're like, oh, this guy knows a lot. And I want to tell you, I know nothing. But I, but I am blessed and divinely guided by a higher spirit. And that spirit, I call it Jesus. Jesus Christ. Right? It is through him that I am saved. It is through that spirit that I speak power. It is that. It is through that you see that light. It is through that you are empowered. It is. This is why you feel and it resonates with you. It is through that. You get what I'm saying? So if I just came here and said, like, and there, there is a time for everything. I can't go to a corporate institution and, and, and read John 4 verse 4 like I'm about to go. Right? Sometimes like, you have to learn how to, there's a time for everything. But when it comes to my space, when it comes to something I do at the will of my heart, I cannot hold back my tongue because I'm saying, they can say universe and spirit and ancestors. I say all of those things, but I also can say Jesus. <laughs> and I need to be okay with that. And I need to say it because I, I would be blasphemy if I just say, well, you know, the last three years, the week, three weeks I did a fast. And because I did a fast and followed this um, eating regimen, it changed my life. And it was the fast that did it. Uh, it was because I juiced. It's because of what I did. It was my knowledge that did that. I, I would be lying to you, okay? The fast. Look, it, my obedience to 
to seek I found now I learn how to fast my motivation to keep going helped me but that was a doorway for me to tap into a divine that let me know of a plan in another season and then gave me the tools to do the work look I had been carless I had when I moved back home and my brother Amish Dave came and in fact Amish is in the beginning of my book you know Amish Dave I hope, I hope he's still in here because I want him to hear this he's initially he's in I said shout out to Amish Dave for empowering me to write my story um he's in my book I'm writing a book now he's like he's like one person in my book right now like it's so cool because one of these one of these days he was the one I told that I was homeless for the first time because I was so embarrassed about being homeless and sleeping in my car and that he was like my personal training client and I was training him and I told him he offered me a place to stay and then he was like Ed you need to get a journal and start writing your story and I was like yeah I, I knew that I started to do it before but I stopped he was like man go do it I, 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 let's go right now and go get it so I went with him to the store and we bought a journal and, and I was sitting down I was writing it and I wrote the first line and I read it out to him I was like first of all I want to give a shout out to you and then I wrote the whole thing and it was such a powerful thing and I, I recorded that video and I have it in my journal and now in the beginning of my book he's one of the person I'm giving acknowledgement to because that was a, a moment in my life he was actually one of the he was one of my most consistent clients is as if God always sends somebody to keep the dream strong but he thought I was helping him but he was helping me <laughs> I was helping him though uh, but every day that I felt like giving up like with my business this dude would be paying for my services you know when I couldn't eat he'd be paying for me to eat he didn't even know it but I'll get out I'm a good trainer I had a great gift I have a good gift I still I still do this and he was he was helping me but he I was helping him but through him I was able to keep going with my dream and I didn't go and just quit and get a job and that was the evolution to me becoming the holistic motivator because had I gave up on my fitness I probably wouldn't have evolved to become who I am now right so that that whole story transcended and while somebody came for a service for value they were adding value God will send you people that may not like you may think you're coaching them but they coaching you and when I needed a place to stay he gave me a place to stay right and that helped me transcend and that's so valuable right right you never know where we'll come from but why did I mention that in the midst of my pain I was so ashamed to share my story but somebody came and said man just share your story stop, stop just share it now I'm just testifying all day I'm putting my uh, skeletons out the closet all day and then people are like, yo, I got the same skeleton. <laughs> They're like, yo, I got the same skeleton. I'm like, oh, snap, you, you do have the same skeleton. It's just different skins. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, God is doing so amazing things. I'm like, bro, oh, God. Now nah, I see what you want, want me to do. You want, you want me to go through that. Oh, it's more powerful when you went through it than when you, when you talked about it. Because it's firsthand experience. It comes from the heart. Now I realize that there's a lot of healers that kind of like are attracted to my messages, but I'm one of those healers who's like so powerful, like my gift, like there aren't many, I'm so good at what I do. And I'm saying that in confidence, not in arrogance. I'm so good at what I do and I do it very well. But the process of growing, it's like, like gift progress. I'm like, how come people are not, they're not even buying the tea. I'm like, what's why are people not supporting what I got going? Why why are people not? God like, bruh, because you need to build that fire. Because there's gonna be so many healers that could feel that story. Cause God like, I'm gonna give you a, I'm gonna give you oh, you're gonna be rich anyways. But I need you to know how it feels like to not get it. Because every time you touch that stage, you're gonna give them something that nobody can give them who just got it in a year. If if you just got it like that, you're not gonna be able to give it to them like you're giving it to them. But now I'm in a season it's like, I'm like, God, I learned. I learned by now. I think I got enough of that. <laughs> I'm like, yo, God, I got enough of that now. Can you just let them come? Let them come through now. Let the gates of abundance open up so we can. God is like, okay, cool. I'm going to do it. But we got some conditions. 
And I was sitting in my car. I'm sharing my story. I was sitting in my car, and God said, and God said, this only happened twice, so I know I'm not making it up, right? And it was like, it's like my own voice, but it's running like a tape that I can't stop. And I know it was another voice because I was defending. I was like, I'm going crazy. This is not true. Look, why, why are you making this stuff? At God? And then every time I said that, God's like, this is God talking. I'm like, yeah, right. You ain't talking to me, God. I just drank a whole bunch of beer right now. I'm sitting in my car right now. I just smoked a bunch of weed, right? I, I, I was looking for roaches in my car, but not real roaches. Roaches are called the, the bottom of the blunts. This is when you're really broke and you ain't got no money, but you're trying to smoke. Yeah. I've been there, done that. It's <laughs> my testimony. You know, I'm just being truthful. Lot, we don't have enough real in the world, so I decided to be real because that's the only thing I can be. So, uh, like, smoking roaches and... Not roaches. But I had roaches in my car crawling up on me while I'm sleeping. I'm like... And I, at some point, I got frustrated. I started, I started busting tears. I was like, what? what's going on? Like, this is it? This is what I'm supposed to be doing? And I was drinking uh, some... Some spiked lemonade. I was drunk, sleeping in my car. It was hot as hell. I was in the parking lot of an apartment next to FAU, and uh, I was so embarrassed. I was, there was like these um, these guys walking by. They, they were like walking. I think they had seen me in the car. They may have been laughing at me or something. I was like, this is embarrassing. I I can't be living like that no more. And then I was just like, I was breaking down. And then I heard a voice in my head. I thought I was going crazy. I was like, wait a minute. What's going on here? I never heard this before. It was like, this is God talking to you. I'm like, this is God talking to me right now? Me? In this situation? God God, God is so cool. He's going to talk to you in your lowest moment. Because uh, you you so low on me. <laughs> what, you, what you got? You have your, you're going to be like, I got it, God. I got it. God's like, no, you don't. I see you. <laughs> Look, when you broken down, he could build you back up. Look, he got to break you down to build you down, build you up. Because if you made it, look, my business mobile personal training, the way I had it earlier, the setup I had, I could have blew up way faster. Like, I really could have, like, because the ideas that was bestowed upon me at that stage, I could have blew up. But God didn't want me to blow up because I would have been too arrogant. I probably would not be doing this right now. This story would not be told. If you made it already, the story that you're about to tell is not going to be told. Mm. If, you made, if you make it too fast, the story is not going to be told. So here's what happened. God said, I got great things for you to do, but in order for me to do it through you, I cannot do it to this, through you in this state. I need you to put my name in what you're doing, and I need you to change your state. That was like 2017, 2018. Change my state, put my name in it. That's that's those were two. That's the covenant. I always say that's my covenant with God. <laughs> you gotta make sure I give credit to God, right? And then also make sure that I'm in a good state. So this is why I decided to to seek for holy. Somehow I got led down the path of saying holistic living. And I, I guess that's what God meant by that. I need to be at a, at a high state. And then so my whole journey for like four or five years was discovering what that meant. Now I have something called the Holistic Lifestyle Tribe. And I literally talk about that all the time. Getting in a certain state. Rising and priming. Um, transforming your state. Letting go of devices so you can grow. Like literally my mission has been carved out out of that. And God said that's how I'm going to use you. Second time I heard the same exact message again twice this time the message is my life y'all hear that this time the message is my very life my testimony is the message so divorcing the pain starts with obedience to what God told you in the dark And that's how you get in the light It's letting go of the vices It's understanding that You gotta give credit to God And then at the same time You, you gotta give homage 
You gotta, you gotta do so. It has to be greater than yourself. You gotta understand that breaking the strongholds is not just about you. Let me read the story real quick. So now, this is John four verses four. Another thing too, I started to put the scripture in my podcast. Um, before I didn't know how I felt about that, but now I don't. I know how I feel about that. Look, now Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that he was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John. Although, in fact, it was not Jesus who baptized, but his disciples. Look at that. You see that? This is deep. I didn't even intend to read it. I was trying to read the story about the Samaritan woman. It is the story about the Samaritan woman. Now, Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that he was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John. Although, in fact, it was not Jesus who baptized, but his disciples. So Jesus recruited disciples and his disciples was doing the baptize for him. The other day, I was thinking to myself, I was like, oh, snap. I think I might end up doing ministry in this way. I was like, I, I never know. I've always been asking God, like, do you want me to do this or you want me to just do motivation? Um, lately, I've been hearing like, yo, I don't just need you to motivate people. I need you to get souls to my kingdom because the time is near. People, we don't have much time. We need as many soldiers as we can. So God is like, uh, I know it's your, your, your business is cute. <laughs> God is like, your business is cute. But yeah, that's going to help people live on this earth. But I need people to learn how to live in my kingdom too. So God is saying, your business is cute. I like it. It's good. But it, it ain't good enough. We we need to put some of that stuff in it. So he left Judea and went back to Galilee. Now he had to go through Samaria. So he came to a town in Samaria called Sychar. Near the plot of ground Jacob had given his son Joseph. See what I was talking about? Breaking generational traumas. Once you, once you break generational traumas, blessings are passed from father to son. And Jesus, Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about noon. Now, fortunately, the rest of the scripture, which I wanted to read about the Samaritan woman, my computer froze. <laughs> it won't go down to chapter 7. I don't have my Bible because I gave it away the other day. So I give it away, but God going to bless me with more Bibles. What? When a Samaritan, okay, basically, chapter 7. The Samaritan woman came to the water, right? I really want to read this, okay? But this, this is for everybody who thinks, yo, I'm too unworthy. I'm not good enough. I'm too shameful. I, I, I done trashed out my body. I've been whatever. Look, Jesus does, didn't necessarily associate with Sam, Samaritan women, right? And... Samaritan woman was like he, So basically the story is That the Samaritan woman and I know the story already Jesus told her The person you slept with basically Was not your husband You were sleeping with somebody's husband You know, you know the thing about you, know, you took I took him man Mentality There's a lot of Samaritan women out here nowadays But They 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 They, uh, they find um, They praise that Like it's a good thing I don't understand it Taking another man's, taking another person's uh, man is not something you should be proud of. But this is not judging them. This is just saying this is where our world is, right? So the Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said, "If you, it was about if you draw water, you will never have to draw water again." I need to read it. I need to. Re I know it, but I want to read it. Come on. I don't want to butcher the verse. Like I really wanted to read it. Why my computer? Okay, it just shut off. We're we going to continue that. Think somebody says, think, think, think Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce, why you do that? Why you do that to our generation, Beyonce? Everybody want to be like you. Why you do that? Uh, older women want to be like you, okay? To the left, Beyonce. Go to the left. Let's all go to the right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shout out to you, Victoria. Thank you for commenting, y'all. Y'all keeping this interesting. Um. So basically, it's... God was like, yo, if you draw this water for me, you, you'll never thirst again. Something like that. I don't, Jesus was like, you'll never have to thirst again. Some Samaritan women were like, how did you know what I was doing? And the story ends 
with the Samaritan women washing Jesus' feet. Okay? Or something like that. I didn't want to mess, I don't want to butcher the story. Go ahead, somebody help me with the story. There we go. If you drink of me, you will never thirst again. Thank you. Thank you. That's what it is. If you drink of me, you will never thirst again. Now, she was definitely thirsty from Carnally's perspective, but she, God was not talking about drinking water carnally. He was talking about drinking water spiritually. God was not saying, if you drink of me carnally. Jesus was not on that tip, okay? And Jesus was not talking about that type of stuff. Jesus was talking about, if you drink of me spiritually, from a spiritual standpoint, his word, if you soak in what the wisdom of God, right? Thank you. If you, if you let my spirit descend upon you like a dove, you will never thirst again. You'll never be so thirsty that you got to go sleep with another, another woman's husband. Right? And she believed. She believed. Right? And then that's how the Holy Spirit, no matter how dirty or unclean she thought she was, she was able to get cleansed. She was able to let go of all that shame, of all that guilt, of all that thinking like, oh, I'm just, I'm not a good person. Right? So that, those, this is one of the most powerful stories to say, to say this, I'm going to end it on this note. We got to start to learn how to drink from the well of God, from the well of Jesus Christ, from the well of the word, right? Meditating and fasting on the word. And by doing so, you will never thirst again. You'll never be so thirsty to feed your car yourself because spiritually you're going to be fulfilled. So let's end it on this note. If you feel as if I've been trying to do this by myself and it's not been working for me and I would like to transform the way that I've been being, I want to invite you to just say a prayer with me. I've been ending my podcast on a prayer note, okay? So we're just going to say a prayer. And if you, have, if you want to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, this can be a beginning for that, okay? So we're going, we're going to do that right now before we end it. My phone is dying. So we're just going to close your eyes, bow your head. Okay, you're going to repeat after me. Father God, I wish to never thirst again. I ask that you come into my heart and forgive me of all my iniquities and clean out of anything that makes me feel dirty or unclean. I ask that you wash my body with the Holy Spirit and you let the Holy Spirit descend upon me like a dove. That you clean out my mind and my soul with your word. I, I believe in your presence. I believe that you are real. And with that belief, I ask that you come into my life today. I acknowledge you to be the Savior that you have died for our sins. And that through you, not only will I have eternal life, but I will be able to live a life. So... That's my message. That's my message, and I'm sticking to it. I hope that you had gotten the rest of the prayer. I'm going to start to cut off. Uh, I want to invite everybody watching and tapping in to grow with me. I do this every single day, and it's going to get way more and more powerful because there's been a different anointing. Um, and I totally recommend that y'all at least try out the Rising Prime gatherings. Um, join the tribe, join the community because of this is going to be so powerful moving forward, right? And I wish that I wish that you just tried out, that you tapped into it. Maybe a free trial or see what it is. So, yes, I'm mixing ministry with business, but that's fine, right? Because in such a time as this, we need to. So if you're interested in it, go to HolisticLifestyleTribe.com and tap in. If you just want to be in the loop, in the circle, text me. Text my number, go to 561-510-9605, and then I'll add you to the text messaging tribe, and there I'll be able to share some empowering text messages. So go to HolisticLifestyleTribe.com to join, if you want to join. It's way more valuable than it seems, by that I mean it's not just a community. It's Look, okay, so let me tell you. I was inspired to create this because... 
A course won't change your life. It just, a course won't change your life. It might change your direction. It won't change your life. A detox won't change your life. However, a support system every day continuously along with, in, with a bunch of knowledge and wisdom over time will, will get you in a path where you're going to be conscious about stuff. And being conscious changes your life. I can't change your life at all. Jesus can, not me. But I'm utilized as a guide to add value to people daily and pour into people's souls. So that's where the value comes from. Right? You know, I don't have to put a label on it. I know who I am. Um, so I'm just going to operate in that gift. Right? So if you want to tap in, most people won't tap in, which is, which is ironic. Now, they won't tap in now. But they will want to tap in later when I'm bombarded by a lot of people. So I want you to join now while we're, while we're a small and inclusive community before it gets huge um, because it's, you're going to get way more benefits. That's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? Like Sila in the building. Sila is like family to me. You know what I'm saying? Like I know Sila personally. I don't know her personally, personally, but I know her as a human being who's not by name, by face, by story. But I'm going to serve so many people that it's not going to be like that forever. So now is really the best time to join. And it's not on the ego tip. It's just, it's just what it is. It's just, you never, you'll never find me at this stage again. Because the latter shall be greater than the former. I'm going to leave it at that. That's my message and I'm sticking to it. Peace. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.